This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer, and today I am excited to be joined by a good colleague of mine on this journey we call being Bravo viewers yeah, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. But please welcome. She is a host at Spotify, Leah Palmieri. Hi, Dylan. It's so good to see you. How are you? It's good to see you too. I'm glad to finally get you on the podcast and uh, catch up a little bit and talk about Bravo. Um, I like the way you, that you put it. It is quite a journey of watching Bravo <laughs> every single step of the way. That is a really polite way to put it, too, I would say. But um, you're a sweetheart, so I would expect nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a journey. It's not always, uh, it's not always the, a fun journey. You know, sometimes no. there, are, <laughs> there are rough patches. <laughs> yeah, which is what makes the fun ones that much more rewarding, I think. That's true. And like, I mean, I first met you, I think, back in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's it's always it's always a bright spot to get to see people at events and things and catch up and see what goes down in person. Oh, truly. You are. And I've told you this, but you are one of my absolute favorites. Like anytime I show up somewhere and you're there, I'm like, this is going to be a great time. So know that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I know that you are a big fan of Southern Charm, and we are now a few weeks into this new season. And so I'm really excited to get your thoughts on how it's going this season so far. You know, I was just thinking that and it's one of those shows where I feel like we get like, we get into it. And I'm like, it's still very early in the season. And then it ends up being episode like 10 or 11. I'm like, is it still early in the season? I guess not. But I feel like I'm very much settling in. I am loving the um, the confessionals. They're doing something interesting this season. I don't know if you've noticed, but it feels like they're letting them breathe a little bit more. Like they're sort of able to make more faces and give a little more shade. And so that is sort of my favorite part of this season so far, because it feels like it hasn't all the way gelled together just yet, but I'm here for the journey. Okay. I I haven't noticed that. I'll have to watch when I go back and watch this week, I'll have to like pay attention to that. I always enjoy on Bravo shows or I guess any show when they sort of like make interesting choices with how they edit things together and sort of the style of the show. Cause I think different franchises and different types of shows, it's like you want them to really feel like they have their own identity. And I know we've seen on certain Housewives shows, like when they rebooted Miami on Peacock, it just felt like, it felt fresh. And like, there was this kind of like luxurious sheen that they had, you know, figured out. And I I like when we see them kind of playing around with things and, you know, just making these shows feel new. What I don't understand this season that feels new is like a lot of car time, like a lot of time in the car, like a lot of conversations in the car, a lot of phone conversations. Like, I just feel like, 
this, those scenes are lasting a long time too. And I'm like, where's everybody driving? Like the town is actually not that big. Where are we going? I was shocked that I think it was like episode two. There was a really long scene of Caleb in the car yeah. talking to his mom. And like, <laughs> I really like Caleb. He seems like a great guy from what we've met of him. His mom seems lovely. Obviously she's has a relationship with Catherine as well, but it's like, we don't really know these people. No. <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> even Madison. I mean, even having Madison, like, doing phone calls and, like, handling business and catching up on chats from the car. Like, I'm like, put her in, put her with people. Like, we see what happens when you put her with people. So why are we just, like, having her in a car? Madison is an interesting situation this season because she's technically a friend of she's not in the Correct. full cast photo she I, I don't know exactly what went into that decision but it certainly seems like from a group standpoint she's no less important than she has been the last season or two so it's it's it feels a little arbitrary that it's like okay we're promoting Vanita we're bringing in uh, Olivia is apparently full-time mm-hmm. cast which was I didn't realize that till like last week. And it's like, oh, like Madison is still to me one of the most interesting dynamics on the show. So it's a little bit like, okay, why are we giving her less screen time? Well, she does the most with her limited time. And so like, not everybody can do that. She absolutely can do that. I also think, you know, she's probably friend of because the fiance is you know, wants no part of this. So it's sort of like, well, if you're not going to show everything, then like, we don't, ultimately they don't need her there full time. She comes in, she does exactly, you know, understands the assignment, does what she needs to do. And we move along. But I did want to ask you, what do you think about Olivia so far? Olivia is, um, I, I am not sure how I'm, how I'm vibing with her. I think the first episode, like the whole thing that she was kind of introduced as like Austin's potential love interest and everybody's like oh y'all two could be a good match and (laughs) the scenes with her mom really just like make my skin crawl a little bit it feels very like we're like stuck in a different time period (laughs) but um then when that episode at Naomi's party when all of a sudden she kind of like jumps into the mix with the women as like Catherine's second in command it Mm -hmm. was it really caught me off guard and I the dynamic with her and Catherine is really it feel it's like unsettling to me that scene of them like in the car showing up late to Madison and Vanita's party last episode I'm like something wicked this way comes like I feel (laughs) I don't when it's like Catherine and Olivia together I'm like this will not end well You know, it's interesting that you say that, too, because I also am like, hmm, okay, so we're establishing her as, like, Catherine's bestie. I didn't see that coming. I am keeping an incredibly open mind about her. There's something about her that I feel like we should just give her a little bit more of a chance. Let's wait. Let's see where this goes. I have big hopes and dreams for her. I think there's a lot of potential there. I really do. I'm keeping my eye on her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you come on this show and you make the choice off the bat to be Catherine's bestie, I don't know if that is a good choice, but it is certainly a strong choice. (laughs) I think, I think involving yourself with Austin is an even worse choice for anyone to make. (sighs) It it is. um, 
she's going to find, she could find herself pretty quickly with not very many friends, de- depending <laughs> on how this pans out. Because I feel like Catherine, more so maybe this season than ever, really doesn't seem to be in the mood to kind of like play along with the full group. Like both times we've seen her at events with most of the cast, she really has seemed pretty uninterested in like playing along with people that she doesn't really like, which I think is one of the things that is makes somebody a good cast member on a show. It's like, you have to, you have to put up with them. Like you can't just like, (laughs) you can't be too cool to hang out with Naomi. That's not how this is going to work. Right. You know, yeah. Catherine, I like, I just can't help but root for her every step of the way. I don't know why I know we're on eight seasons of this. I still just root for her. I just like want the best for her. I want her to be happy. I don't know if it will ever happen, but I just have a place for her in my heart. And I just like, I want her to be thriving. I don't know that we're going to see that this season though. Do you think? Thriving feels like a (laughs) a lofty goal. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the whole thing with Caleb really was off putting because going Mm -hmm. into the season, I knew they had broken up, but I didn't, I assumed they were going to be like, a couple for more of the season. So the fact that she broke up with him in episode three, I think it was really like, Oh, like, did you go into filming kind of already planning that this wasn't going to work? Like, I feel like sometimes with filming schedules, maybe this is something that gets thought about that. It's like, okay. So like, I mean, I'm sure this happens with so many shows that it's like, okay, things aren't going great. Cameras are going up in a month. Like, well, we'll like do one event as a couple and then have the big like argument. I mean, I guess I appreciate the timing, but. I also was surprised that it was that early in the season. Like I thought we were going to see more of the relationship, but I mean, I guess if he is picking up and leaving for six days at a time, then like there's not much to see. Um, But you know, I don't know. Like, and then do we get to see her date more? Do we get to see him date? Like I'm intrigued by that but they did seem good for each other so I am sad too right and like like you said what we're gonna see of Caleb on his own he's a full-time cast member on the show this season so it's Mm -hmm. like I it seems like they're gonna be following him whatever happens even though we barely ever saw him when he was in a relationship (laughs) with Catherine I mean the whole cast like it, it truly is like I don't know what the criteria is for like making it on Southern Charm at this point but clearly they're casting a wide net and I I don't know I'm enjoying it so far it's it's not not working for me okay all right interesting (laughs) that's good to know do you think is it one of those shows that you would at some point just be like no I can't do this anymore and just drop it um I don't know I mean I'm hesitant to say that with any Bravo show just I mean Mm -hmm. like first of all it's like part of my job but also I do enjoy it and I think it's yeah Southern Charm is one of the later shows that I kind of came around to on Bravo. Like I watched all of it for the first time in the first half of 2020. And oh wow! so it was like, I really, you know, there was a lot of, you know, baggage by the time I came on this journey. And so I kind of mm-hmm. feel like, well, I chose this for myself. <laughs> um, I don't this know. This is the one for me. I can't quit. Like this is the one I will watch. I will just always watch it, I think. Like, this is the one. I just need to know what they're doing. Well, that's kind of... I feel the same way a little bit about Vanderpump Rules, that Mm. it's like, 
during the most recent season, I feel like that was the most I had ever seen people being like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this year. Because it used to be, I mean, Vanderpump used to be one of the biggest ones of like, even people that weren't that into Housewives or didn't watch that many Bravo shows were like, oh yeah, but Vanderpump Rules, like, that's that's the good shit. And then like right. this season, it was kind of like, oh, like, you're not going to watch, you're six weeks behind, you're not watching either. I'm like, seeing who's going to come on the podcast, I'm like, well, <laughs> the pickings have gotten frighteningly slim. Um, yeah. but, but it is, I mean, Vanderpump Rules, I sort of feel like, well, I'm not going to just like not know what's happening with Sheena. Like, I have to mm-hmm. know. That's true. And I'm glad you named her too, because that is the one that I don't know if it's if I feel a responsibility, or an obligation, or just a genuine curiosity. But yeah, that is the one I do need to know what you're doing with your life. Like I need to know. Did you watch the most recent season of Vanderpump? It was the one I watched most of it, but I'm also one of those people who sort of wavered a little bit towards the end, but I was absolutely there for the reunion. And I thought it was a very good reunion. It was a good reunion. I think Vanderpump rules for the most part, they usually give good reunion. It's, they do. I mean, there's always like, there's always some hijinks happening. Obviously, like the breakups that happened off the season this year. Luckily, we got to talk about like Lala and James and Raquel. But it's, I mean, now that they're filming again, I'm kind of like, okay, so what do we got? We got James dating someone new, Katie and Tom getting a divorce, but they're clearly like f- getting along, which is yeah. no fun. <laughs> It is. I mean, it's one of those shows where it's like, I'm not, I can't pretend like I'm, you know, maybe not going to watch, but I am kind of like, what is the potential here for a a watchable season? Yeah. Give me something like, give me something to enjoy, something to snack on here. Um, You know, I am, I'm interested in certainly Katie and Tom, certainly Lala, because I feel like Lala is just going to let it all out. Mm. there's no holding back for her on this upcoming season, I feel like. So that will be sad, but interesting. Um, So yeah, it's like, I always feel like, uh, if it doesn't come back, I'll probably be fine. But then when I hear that it is coming back, I am still excited. I mean, they just had their Schwartz and Sandy's Daily Mail (laughs) TV party last night. And okay, the, the funny thing about this is they're like, oh, it's the grand opening, whatever. Great. They, there's a step and repeat. I saw photos from the inside. It exists. But the Instagram page for Schwartz and Sandy's is still just one post with the logo. It says opening summer 2022. And then the most concerning part is that you click on the link in bio and it's like schwartzandsandys.com and it's a GoDaddy like domain <laughs> placeholder. And it's like, what, where is the disconnect? Like, obviously we know that they are having this party to celebrate Schwartz and Sandy's like while they're filming. That's like, you know, I, I know how, how like babies are made, but it's like, is this real? Is this going to exist? Like, where, where, where's the, where's the infrastructure behind this uh, filming storyline? You would think that somebody would have the foresight to like get those things in order, but also at the same time, shame on me for thinking that that would ever be the case. Like it's sort of <laughs> like, of course that this is how it is. Do you know what else has completely backfired for them is like, as you were talking about shorts and Sandys and I saw, you know, all, all the happenings at the party, you know, online on Instagram, 
in my mind, I just was like, huh, I didn't see any pictures of sandwiches. And so in my mind, I know it's a bar, <laughs> but I keep thinking about the sandwich place instead. And I'm like, I just want the sandwich place. I don't care about another bar. I want the sandwiches. Yeah. When is she's so what? what is it? She's so the what's the name? I, I, can't, I can't even remember. <laughs> I just want sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Like what's happening with like Katie and Ariana's like storybook rustic sandwich shop like <laughs> it's not she's gotta have it but like that would also be a good name because like that's how i feel about sandwiches so <laughs> <laughs> she's gotta have it wow that would be that would be something i mean yeah. I, whatever i'm sure we're gonna get updates about it when we watch the season in six months and they're gonna be like stressing about the construction costs and lisa's gonna be like well i told you it cost this much money but yeah. I don't, and I like mean, the inflation on mozzarella, yeah, like it's going to be a problem. We know. Oh, they're going to have. Tr- what if there's? What if the heat wave in Europe like fucks with their ingredients? I don't Probably know how that works. Will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they're getting any of, if they're getting any of their ingredients from Europe, uh, I don't. Know, I don't know about that. That's a several episode storyline right there for sure. Schwartz and Sandy's. Maybe I'll go if if I'm in L. See, like. I was in LA in April and I did the whole like Vanderpump crawl and it was like Mm -hmm. so devastatingly underwhelming. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm like, damn, next time I'm in LA, am I going to go someplace less convenient just to see Schwartz and Sandy's like, like I will, (sighs) I don't even pretend like I won't, like I definitely will. And I'm, I only have myself to blame for that, but like, I will, I will show up there and I will be like, it's mediocre. Like everybody told me, but I've seen it for myself. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a life that's chosen us. <laughs> Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Getting off the topic of Vanderpump Rules because it's starting to come become depressing. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're watching Beverly Hills this season. Oh, speaking of depressing... <laughs> That's another um, one. I just doing? don't know. Can I <laughs> speak freely? <laughs> can I go on? Like, can I can I continue with this? 
Yeah. I, it's, and I, I've really never gotten to a point. I've never felt this frustrated before. And I'm truly like, I don't know. Cause this is just not, where is the joy? Like I have no joy. Right. Yeah. It's been up and down for me. I, I still look forward to it. Like it's one of those shows where I always feel like there's going to be something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week's confrontation with Sutton and Diana, I thought was like a fascinating, like psychological character study <laughs> because Diana Jenkins is purely, um, she needs to be studied. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's, what's happening there, but I, I get what you mean that it's like Beverly Hills used to have this kind of like, um, what? I don't even know how to like this, like opulence and like, yeah, it all felt kind of like a facade in like a, in like a, sexy way yeah now it's kind of like uh like what's going like where rena's like complaining again she's complaining on social media that lois's passing wasn't given like enough screen time essentially yeah. which i just don't i mean to me that that was strange i was talking to our uh mutual friend sarah galley about this that it's like how much how much are we supposed how much time are we supposed to spend on someone's mom dying on housewives like it's been brought up numerous episodes the whole mexico trip it felt like every time we sat down at the table it was like oh lois is here the earrings the birds like which is great i lois was always a fun presence on the show absolutely rena should you know take whatever time and space she needs to process that but it's like you don't like if somebody's saying you're not like bringing that much to the show this season the, the the response isn't like, well, they only spent three episodes on my mom's death, so that's why I don't have a storyline. It's like, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, Arena is just like endlessly frustrating to me at this point. <laughs> I defended her for a long time. I defended uh, everyone, minus Diana, obviously. But um, I defended everybody <laughs> on this cast for a really long time. And I am dismayed by the amount of them the number of them that are making that so much harder to do. I mean, I was, I know that like, you're not supposed to publicly say this. I loved Erica. Like I really was like a huge Erica fan in so many ways. And I even defended her during like last season. Um, And there's a part of me that like, I don't know, probably after a beverage or two would still find some things to defend about her now. And you know, I, I, I know that's a bold thing to say, but Rinna is really, I, I want to defend her, but I can't. Um, mm. And so I think I'm also watching this kind of, not that they're the same, because they're very different, but I am also watching this to make sure that Sutton is okay. Like, I'm like, is, is our girl Sutton all right? Like, what is she doing? What's happening? I need to see where she's at. I mean, Garcelle is obviously like untouchable, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um and I never thought I would be frustrated by Kyle, but I am. You know, it's all just, <laughs> there's, every single one of them has something depressing happening. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just, a, it's just a battle of who's more depressing at this point. And still the winner is Diana. Because she, yeah. of just how she is. <laughs> Going back to what you said about Erica, I do, I have enjoyed the last few weeks that there have been some moments of lightness with her and Sutton. I think... Obviously, they aren't going to be the best of friends. They don't need to be the best of friends. That would be strange. But it's fun that they can, like, you know, have a few drinks and talk about 
how much dating apps suck. Like that, mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing where like that makes me happy to see. But then it's like the flip side of like her seeming like she's in this kind of like pit of depression and then like just gets like hammered and says whatever pops into her brain. It's like, yeah, that is not so fun. No. And that's the thing is like, we love when they're drunk. Uh, but not in this way. And so that is that takes away from the fun of it. But my gosh, wouldn't you love to see the two of them like going on dates? Like, like somebody put them on a double date too, by the way. Like I I want to see the men that these two are mm. going out with. I want to see how they're being treated. I want to see how they're reacting. That would be great. And I feel like neither of them is going to do that. But that's, I would love that. Yeah, that feels like something that on a different franchise, like maybe on New York or... Potomac or you know we might see them kind of like bringing a man around or Mm -hmm. they might even have like a solo scene of getting dinner with some dude like we've seen lots of people on housewives in general sort of like dating whether it's kind of like put on for the cameras or something real but it, it does feel like Erica and Sutton are not two people who would be like Oh, yeah, like, I'll film on a first date. Like, that sounds fun. It's like, no, there's no way. They would not be into that. And (laughs) I mean, whatever. I get it. Like, as somebody who has never done reality TV and would be very reluctant to do reality TV, I understand not wanting the cameras to come on a first date. But it's like, I would like to see it. (laughs) Yes. Um, Wait, have you ever watched the show Celebs Go Dating? It's no. a UK show. Oh, Dylan. Okay. It is one of my absolute favorites. There's three seasons of it on Hulu right now. There's way more of that if you have like a VPN okay. or you live there. Yeah. Um, but it is wonderful. It is so good. They like it's it's um, a lot of people that are on shows like Made in Chelsea and Love Island. Mm. And um, they go on dates, but they have a team of people that are... Um, like coaches essentially that help them. It's so it's wonderful and it's wholesome and it's hilarious. And it's, I don't really like to watch a ton of people go on dates, but this show I highly recommend it is, it's one of my favorites. So look into that. Celebs go dating. Mm -hmm. It's giving me throwbacks to, I think like Danielle Staub went on a date, like season one of Jersey. Like that's, (laughs) no, she got stood up. She got stood up. I don't want to. I don't want to associate her name with the show whatsoever. <laughs> so we're clear about it. There's that show on Netflix, Dating Around, which is not celebrities. It's just like normal people, but it's just like, like film. Yeah. Like people go on dates. It's nice. It's nice to see. And I wish more of our housewives would submit to going on dates on camera. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I wish they would have this team that would help them realize what they're doing on dates or what they could improve on and like being open to that it's Mm. i'm telling you like i know it sounds crazy but it really is so heartwarming and it's it makes me like feel good and it makes me feel nice even though you know it's a reality dating show so like none of this is actually lasting um but it's it's the way to to do that maybe this has potential for like a peacock spinoff or something like we can have I don't, I, I'm, I can't do Patty Stanger anymore, really. But like somebody of that, of that mindset, you know, like right. going around and like helping out some of the housewives and like setting up some dates like that, I would be into. That I would be 
totally into. It's you've got to get the right people leading them. Like this is um, Paul mm. Brunson, who I believe is also on Married at First Sight, some variation of that show, and he's really lovely. And um, this lady Anna Williamson is. They have like you know a cheeky sense of humor, and that's really important. And they seem to want to help these people. Like it's not for just the drama. Like it seems like we want you to find love, and like here's how we can help you. And instead of just being like we're going to, you know, yell at you and make you feel dumb. Like, it's really inspiring. <laughs> but send, yes, they should have housewives do it, for send sure. Send Giselle Bryant to the UK right yes. now. Get, yes. Take her off of Girls Trip 3 in Thailand and send her to the UK so she can get some dating advice. <laughs> like, well, let her finish Girls Trip 3, then send well, her there immediately, yes. <laughs> she can go there. Sheree Whitfield is top of the list. She's apparently yes. dating this guy who is on the show Love and Marriage Huntsville, which is Carlos King's show on OWN, who's like a known, like horrible cheater. Mm -hmm. And now Sheree is like purportedly dating this man. I'm like, get out of there. What are you (laughs) doing? Like you literally just came off a season where you got stood up by your uh, like parole, uh, like house arrest man, like Sheree. Please. I don't even think we need like a licensed coach to help her. We need anyone to help her for sure. Like, please, girl, please. Anyone with like an internet connection and like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Truly, Google that's all it takes. Can, can, yeah. can tell Sheree to get the hell out of there. Like, don't, don't go down that path. No. Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Wait, also, going back to Beverly Hills, too, you know the Cynthia rumors that are going around or her just being like, I would be open to that. Like, I'm not mad at that. I I feel like I don't think that that is a real enough possibility that I've really put much consideration into whether I would actually want it. Cynthia, to me, I always, for the most part, enjoyed her presence on Atlanta. I think she was one of those housewives where because she was never the most explosive one or the messiest one in the cast, she kind of gets left out of the discussion of like Mm -hmm. 
the sort of like history of Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I think is unfair because she was around for so long. She was, you know, her whole friendship with Nini was such a like seasons long storyline and, you know, whatever. But then it's like, I don't know if she's not necessarily a strong enough personality that I'm like, oh yeah, if you got her on Beverly Hills, it would be iconic. Like, I think it could be entertaining. She could be fun to watch, but like, I don't have a strong like gut reaction to that. Cause I'm like, yeah, she'd probably get along with everyone for the most part. I don't know. That's why they need her. Like, that's exactly why they need her. Because, Mm. you know, they need the Eileen of the world who's going to (sighs) maintain. Just maintain. Just, like, be there. Be calm. Be reasonable. Um, That's the energy I need her to bring. Like, I don't need her to bring extra drama because, like, clearly there's enough. Um, So that's sort of why I'm intrigued by the possibility. Although I also believe nobody's actually taking that seriously. (laughs) God, I miss Eileen Davidson. She was, I don't think she would have stayed. She, there's any world where she would have stayed on the show for like a long, more than a few seasons, but we, we should be so lucky. I mean, what a woman. Truly. (laughs) Truly. I I do think that's one thing with casting and with Beverly Hills, especially it's like they've, the cast is so large this season and we're about to finally see Kathy Hilton um, this week. It, it feels like they've added a lot of people, but the it hasn't necessarily helped with the overall group dynamic. It just feels like they've like tacked on people to the existing mm-hmm. group sort of. And it, is somebody like a Cynthia could kind of be a good like leveler in terms of like, okay, like y'all seem a little crazy. Y'all seem a little weird. Let's just all like calm down and like go to dinner together. Yeah, you're right. They need like a referee. Like they need somebody in the middle of the groups to be like, well, why aren't you talking to her? And why are you treating her like that? Where I think Garcelle is doing a little bit of that, but still is also sort of, you know, separated from the other groups that have formed. So, um, yeah, they need somebody like sort of a like a, you know, the middle of the wheel. You know, you know what that's called? Like that thing. (laughs) (laughs) where like all the other people are the spokes and then like there's somebody who sort of grounds them and like binds them all together (laughs) what is the middle of the wheel like what what do you is there a word like yeah there's like a word for like like, the middle of the wheel like the hub the hub (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm like okay i'm like okay so you have like the tire you have the wheel you have the spokes and then i'm like what part does the hubcap go on the hubcap goes on the hub i mean i couldn't be more city folk i'm i'm nowhere near wheels ever so my my dad definitely taught me how to change a tire when i was like 15 and it was one of those things where i was like standing in the corner of the garage like definitely on my phone yeah (laughs) like retained absolutely none of the information thankfully i've not needed it in the time since then actually that's not true one time i got a flat tire on the side of the highway in middle of nowhere louisiana but um did you have triple a i did have triple a it took them a long time to come because it was middle of nowhere louisiana but you know we're (laughs) Onward and That's upward. That's my answer. Yeah. And these days I am uh, not driving much. So thankfully have Same. not had to change any tires. But Good. back to what we were saying, <laughs> they need a hub. And I think with, like, with Garcelle, I think she's in a position where she, for the most part, 
is gets along with everyone in the cast. Like she has her little issues, but there's no, she doesn't have any like sworn enemy in the cast, but it's like, I think her friendship with Sutton is all, is kind of like her number one. So when the other women, when it's like Kyle, Rinna, Dorit, Erica are like this tight knit little group, it feels like Garcelle kind of has to be in opposition to that because there is such a strong like coalition. And I think, I mean, Everybody talks about the Fox Force, whatever, being like annoying, but it is, mm-hmm. it does make it hard to really be like in the middle because you're either in that group or you're not. Yeah. You're right. Garcelle has navigated that the best anyone possibly could, for sure. Yeah. And I think C- Crystal sort of does that a little bit too. Like, Crystal doesn't really have enemies in the cast. She, but she, it, like, it's in her second season. I still like her. Like, I don't have any issue mm-hmm. with, you know, what she's brought to the show. But I think it it is a hard group to really, like, get a foothold in because it doesn't feel like the, like, Rinna and Erica and Kyle and Dorit are really, like, looking for new members. Like, they're pretty much set on their own. And that's that's when it starts to be like, okay, is it is it time for a cast shakeup? Which has been... Yeah talked about for a long time and I I do wonder if we're sort of coming to that natural point where it's like yeah this might be the time it's it's been a while um I will say two things from that one I do think Crystal is actually having a very good second season I think she learned the right lessons from her first season and is applying them as well as she can two what would you think if they did like Beverly Hills legacy like they did the same sort of thing that they're going to do with New York I, I, I've said before, I think New York is maybe the only franchise that Legacy really makes sense for, with the exception of maybe OC would work too. But I think with Beverly Hills, it's hard because there isn't, it's not like there are multiple kind of OGs still in the mix on Beverly Hills, really. Like you have Kyle, obviously, and then Rinna, I think at this point is sort of like, spiritual whatever she's been on the show longer than anybody else except Kyle but it's not like New York where you have that like Ramona Luann Sonia vibe that feels very old school like I think if you were to spin off Beverly Hills into like the Fox Force show and like everybody else I'm like I don't want to watch both of those I want to watch them together I just think the dynamic the the specifics need to be tweaked a little bit. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would love to see some of the older Beverly Hills cast like make appearances again, but it's not the same. It's not like with Jill and Dorinda where it feels like they're really just like waiting to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York also still feels more tied together than Beverly Hills. Like those right. women seem like they actually can run into each other and do run into each other. Beverly Hills, it's like, you, we can avoid each other if we wanted to. Right. And then, I mean, like, one time, I think Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump saw each other at Neiman Marcus, and we got, like, <laughs> tabloid articles about it for a year. It's like, okay, yeah. that's not actually a story. Like, if nothing, if they didn't talk or fight or whatever, it's like, so? Okay. Yeah. And if uh, it's like, okay, so then who else would you bring into that show? Like, obviously, they're still friends with Teddy. That's not something I'm dying to see. No. Um I don't really think they... Yolanda lives in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. She's not coming back, as she shouldn't. Like, she does not need that energy in her life. But it's like, it it wouldn't really make sense for them to bring back, like, 
Adrian or, you know, like Joyce Gerode, like all of the people that have left the show oh. have kind of left that sphere of orbit. Whereas like on New York, it's like Jill and Luann are still besties. Like Kelly, Kelly Bensimone still talks to those people or sees those mm-hmm. people at events. Like in, in Beverly Hills, it's like whoever's not on the show is kind of doesn't exist anymore. As you're talking, I'm like, the show is not Beverly Hills Legacy. It's Beverly Hills Rejects. And it's the people that it is the Joyce's <laughs> of the world. And it's like those people that come back. I mean, it, maybe it's more of a girl's trip kind of thing. But like, it's, could you imagine just putting like some of those people who have, who have disappeared into the world back together? That would be fascinating. Well, that's one thing I've heard. I've seen people toss around, like if they did more sort of themed girls trips, like they did this season with ex-wives, would they do like a one season wonders thing? And mm-hmm. it's like, call up Carlton, <laughs> call, call up Claudia Jordan. Like there, there definitely are people that it would be fun to see again in some capacity, but it's like, yeah, I don't think that would be like, casting them on housewives again right. but oh yeah. i am very Limited. excited at the th- i'm very excited at the thought of alexis bellino maybe coming back to orange county because i i just i, I miss her <laughs> <laughs> i will say to each their own you know my um it's not really a party trick but like if i was going to bring someone back it would be gretchen wow that yeah. is a that's a bold take I I respect it. I mean, I feel like Mm -hmm. Gretchen and Alexis are kind of in the same category of like, they're of that sort of classic OC era. And we haven't spent much time. We haven't heard from them too much in the time since they left the show. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. Gretchen is um, prolific on Facetune, but she's not really like (laughs) in the public eye per se. Um, And same with Alexis. Like, I mean, if, if you look for her, you can find her, but she's not like she's not like a Jill Zarin where she's kind of always, you know, cropping up yeah. random places. But I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Gretchen to me has a little of a bit of a darkness that I just. That's how I feel about Alexis. So like that's, yeah. So, you know, again. <laughs> you're thinking about like the baby strapped in the stroller in the pool. <laughs> I'm just like, it's, it's all a mess. But, but at this point, I, you know, I truly do feel open to, well, let's try it because yeah. For so long, we've seen, well, this isn't really working. So yeah, I'm open and, to ideas. I mean, knowing that both Noella and Dr. Jen are not coming back next season, it's like, well, like, would I rather have Tamara and Alexis or would I rather have two more random women that you're pro- that I'm probably only going to see for one season unless mm-hmm. something crazy happens? It's like, I, I'd probably rather just like see Tamara. You know? And yeah. I like Tamara. That's yeah. not like a... I'm not like shocked about wanting Tamara to come back, but it's like, yeah, like sometimes it's better to go with, you know, the, the crazy, you know, versus the the, the crazy that you haven't yet discovered. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. I'm not, um, I feel sort of, yeah, don't I like, I don't want to say I don't have an opinion about Tamara coming back because to me it just also felt inevitable. So I guess I'm just not surprised by it. Like I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's been funny on Girls Trip this season to see Dorinda get so much heat for saying that she's on pause when I feel like Tamara really has almost been just as much, if not more, on pause than Dorinda. It's like I always it always felt like there would be a time and a place for her to reappear. And I think now is kind of a no brainer. Um, And, you know, we'll see. I'm excited to see her back with Shannon, see how it goes with Heather. Um, I don't and I'm fine with Vicky not being 
not being in the mix. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm right there with you on that one. Yeah, it's let's see. Let's see. Let's get yeah. those oranges ready. Well, I'm glad we agree on that. It has been such a pleasure, Leah, to have you here today. And of course, you are welcome back anytime. I hope you come back um, and tell the people what you have going on, what you want to talk about. Yes. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Dylan. Like, truly, I will hang out with you anywhere, like by the dumpster, behind Sir, anytime, you and me. It will still be fun. I wish just it's so like you walled know. off now. There was a security guard when I was there. <sighs> Rude. Rude. Um, I didn't even try because that would make me upset to see that I couldn't get there because it feels like, oh, of all the places in the world I should have access to, come on. Um, That's the people's alleyway, you know? Yes. Let, let us in. <laughs> it is exactly that. Um, switching complete gears. Um, so I am working... <laughs> And they're going to be like, what? But I am working on um, three podcasts at Spotify, which are just so fun. Um, One of them is called Spotify Mic Check. And this is the one that I recommend to people that love to be the ones to say like, oh, I know about this artist way before you and the ones that sort of like turn their friends on to other artists and stuff. So yeah, Spotify Mic Check is... um, we chat with artists and they get to tell their story in their own words. And we learn a lot and it's very intimate and it's nice. And so that one I love. Um... Spotify Discover This takes a look at cultural trends going on. So we just did an episode about um, fiction podcasts off the success of Batman Unburied. And yeah, it's a really, really interesting medium for storytelling. And that was really good. I got to visit Gotham, you know, in your ears, it will sound like I got to visit Gotham and in your brains, it will feel like I got to visit Gotham. (laughs) So that's fun. And then I also work on Spotify for the record, which um, showcases what we have going on at Spotify, different um, business initiatives and fun things going on at the company so there's that and then also you know i'm keeping an eye on songs of the summer um what's your favorite this summer do you have one that jumps out to you oh what's my favorite um i i don't know i haven't been i feel like i'm i haven't been like super into a lot of new music but Mm. um sabrina carpenter's new album that came out last week has been kind of on repeat for me yes for sure um i've been in like a little bit of a black pink revisiting phase so you know always what, are, what an amazing place to be, on. a Blackpink phase. <laughs> I, I, I'm so on board with that. I'm also loving Lizzo. And of Lizzo's. course, yeah. of course, legs and hips and body, the, the Candy Burris anthem. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah, so we're keeping an eye on that. And by the end of August or so, we'll um, have you know the official song of the summer. I personally am rooting for Harry, as we know. But um, there's a lot of great stuff out there. And Kate Bush didn't see that one coming, too. So yeah, um, yeah so that's, that's what's been going on in my world world plus obviously bravo so amazing well thank you leah for being here thank you everyone so much for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by dylan hafer sean kilby jorge morales pico and rebecca sousmacat editing by jorge morales pico Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.